of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. The Red Hot Chili Peppers from 1986. That's likely how it sounded inside the drumstick here in Lincoln when the band played on November 25th, 1986. That's R.E.M. from 1982 in Nashville, and that's likely how it sounded inside the drumstick when R.E.M. played September 21st of 82, and again on May 28th of 83. And Joan Jett and the Blackhearts in New York in 1981. And yes, that's likely how it sounded in 1981 when Joan Jett and the Blackhearts played the drumstick on March 26th, 1981. Drumstick memories today on Lincoln Live with Kathy Lohmeyer, whose family ran the drumstick from 1979 to 1987. And Sharonda Harris Marshall. She is the uh, filmmaking skills behind Remember the Drumstick, which is a documentary of the iconic chicken restaurant rock and roll hangout here in Lincoln that is showing at the Mary Reap Moross Media Arts Center for one week starting November 4th. Sharonda and Kathy, thank you very much for joining me here for this very brief conversation. Thank you so much for inviting us. Thank you very much. Kathy, that short list of familiar bands uh, is only the beginning. 10,000 Maniacs, Soul Asylum, Fabulous Thunderbirds, Georgia Satellites, also playing at the, the drumstick before it closed in 1987. I, I will bring Sharonda into the conversation, and we're going to talk about your documentary. But I'll spoil the ending with a question asked every single time I brought this up with someone when I said, do you remember the drumstick? And they said, why did it close? You get to answer that question to start the conversation. Well, it's part of the mystery and the legend of why it's closed. Um, there were a lot of things happening in 1987. Uh, people will remember that they changed the drinking age to 21. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people who love music are young people in their teens and early 20s. And and so it changed uh, the amount of people that would were able to come to the shows. So the population of the shows, the attendance was decreasing a little bit. But I think more than anything, and this will be told, talked about in some, some depth in the, in the movie, that my brother, Tim, had acquired the HIV virus through a uh, blood transfusion because he was a hemophiliac. Mm -hmm. And when he found out he had HIV, it really, you know, it took him down a notch or two. And Tim was the heart and soul of the drumstick. So I think that was the beginning of the end. I found a Journal Star headline. It said, legal age, band fees rise, drumstick to close. So you hit yeah. it right there. Yeah. From a filmmaking side of things, uh, Sharonda, what challenges did you have making a film about a business that's no longer there? I had trouble finding audio and video and 
uh, still photographs. How about for you in making this documentary, Remembering the Drumstick? Well, I got involved in Remember the Drumstick um, through kind of a um, connection that I think uh, Kathy had reached out to the Nebraska Independent Film Projects and I was recommended. And so when she pitched the idea to me, I was immediately like, I, I enjoyed the idea of the drumstick and then also with, with her brother, Tim. Um, but, so, but one of the challenges that we had was Kathy came to me and was like, uh, so we just started filming things um, and we don't know what we're doing. We're just gonna be honest. We don't know what we're doing. So she had filmed a bunch of people talking about the drumstick with just the equipment that she had. And I said, okay, well, do we have any pictures, anything of the drumstick? Yeah, no, that's gone. Okay, well, what if we have, um, do we have any, what's the location like? Where is that? Oh, uh, it no longer exists. It, it closed in the 80s. It's like, oh. So um, we definitely had to restructure the film to um, be more interview facing and more about just these people's memories of this iconic building, an iconic place that no longer exists. I know there's a lot of effort behind this, and I'm going to stay with you, Sharonda. Filmmakers don't just lackadaisically go into a project. There has to be a hook, a grab. You've already talked about the challenges, but for you as a filmmaker, what what hooked you into doing a project like this? It was the human element of it. So um, when Kathy was pitching the idea to me, I was listening and I was like, okay, yeah, so there's a bunch of people who are not of my age talking about a place that doesn't exist. Um, I'm not sure how I fit into this, but then when she talked about her brother and how her brother um, kind of had the idea of starting the bands in the first place, the, the, the place closed when he started to get sick and then he's no longer with us, that was the hook that really got me into this project was um, just kind of comparing the drumstick and like how Tim, like Kathy says, was the heart of the drumstick. We've talked a lot about music, Kathy. We haven't mentioned anything about the chicken. <laughs> Best damn chicken in the world. <laughs> how did how did the two come together? That's an odd combination to have oh. chicken and rock and roll. Again, you'll hear it in the, in the documentary, yeah. but basically, you know, we, it's a really long story, but I'll cut it short. Um, I got married in 1978. We had my wedding reception there at the drumstick because we couldn't find a place that would stay open late enough so that we could have a lot of fun. And my dad said, sure. So we booked little Jimmy Valentine and the Heart Rumors as the band that played my wedding reception. Um, that was the first band that ever played the drumstick. And from there, uh, we had a family tragedy happen. My mother was killed in a car accident at 56 and O Street. That same year, like two months after my wedding, she was killed in this car accident. And it just threw the whole family off. I mean, we were just uh, a family without a rudder. And the bit, my dad had lost interest in the chicken restaurant and the business. And we said, we need to do something to get more people in this place. Hey, we had fun at that wedding reception with some bands let's just book a few bands every now and then see what happens that's how it got started we're talking about remember the drumstick a documentary about the drumstick here in lincoln at 547 north 48th street mcdonald's is there right now on north 48th street but it's a documentary that's showing at the mary rate Maras media arts center for one week starting november 4th all right we've mentioned your brother tim sharonda brought him up 
He's deep in uh, most of the material that I found. And you mentioned that Tim died because of complications from AIDS, 1998, at the age of 44. And he inspired your nonprofit, Tim Lohmeyer and Friends of the Drumstick Foundation. Talk about your brother. Oh, my. He was the absolute best big brother and childhood playmate any child could ask for. He, he had something in him that just made everything fun. When we were kids, we, well, I mean, we're kids in the fifties, right? And we'd be listening to 45 records that my dad would bring home from the jukebox man. And we would just, you know, be listening to records and playing and, and, you know, we'd get up and dance around the living room. There were eight kids in our family. So we were the last three, Tim, myself, and my younger brother, Greg. So, you know, we just were great playmates, but Tim just had something special in him. He, he, Anytime he joined a game, it was more fun. And anytime he was with the family, he would make us laugh. And, and that personality, that bigger than life personality, we, I, the phrase I use in the documentary is the it factor. He had it, he just had it. And, and it played into his love of fun and it played into the drumstick with the music. All right, Kathy, you are the only one among us that has any experience having been inside because unfortunately I didn't make it. So when you when you close your eyes and your mind starts to wander, what sight, sound, and smells come <laughs> to your mind when you think of the drumstick? Well, you know, if you ever walk behind a fast food restaurant and you smell that grease <laughs> that's the smell of the drumstick <laughs> um the the drumstick was my dad's restaurant and all of us kids worked there and he was a guy who grew up in the depression and made it through world war ii and he created this home for people i mean people that worked for my dad would work there forever because dad had that same kind of it factor he just collected people and the drumstick is always gonna, every time I see fried chicken, I compare it to the drumstick fried chicken. Anytime I see a little, you know, mom and pop restaurant, I think of the drumstick. It's, it, was a, it was a place of community. And that carried through to the music as well. Because for many years, it was still a restaurant. It was crazy, you know, we have people there eating, the band would come and do uh, sound checks, and then we'd have to, you know, make them stop. And then the people would be finished eating and then the bands would start. And we were like a restaurant that stayed open till three in the morning. So when the bands were done, we had to kick the people out of the bar to let people in to come eat their breakfast after they were coming back from the bar. So it was just this crazy, crazy mishmash of circumstances and, you know, what can you say? It turned into something legendary because of the bands that came through there. I read an account that will stick with me. I believe it was someone from REM got in doing a sound check. And there's uh, an older woman sitting there with some kids at a table and they're all eating chicken. All right. And the band comes in. Does this sound familiar to you, to you, yes, Sharonda yes, and absolutely. Kathy? I'm not sure where I found it. I did a lot of homework and prep for this, but they do their uh -huh. sound check. It's loud. It's, 
It's in your face. And the woman doesn't even blink, doesn't pay any attention. She and the kids are just eating their chicken. And afterwards, he was so amazed he came over and started talking to the woman sitting there with her kids eating chicken. Yeah. The story is she she just uh, took some of the paper napkins and watered them up and stuck them in the grandkids' ears. So... (laughs) I mean, that's that's I. it's why the drumstick had to be I had to film this. I had to get these stories. I mean, we are as human beings, we're nothing but a collection of our own stories. Right. When when we're gone, there's nothing left of us except the stories about us. And for the drumstick, there are a lot of stories out there that people still cherish and remember and it's part of their coming of age. I don't know. You talk to the people who went there. They'll tell you about it. But um, these, these stories had to be collected because they were just so off the wall, unbelievable. And then these incredible, iconic bands of the 80s played there and just turned it into a legendary rock club. Sharonda, for someone on the outside looking in, having made this, what impressed you? What, what's a takeaway that you have from making this documentary, Remember the Drumstick? When I got involved with it, I did not know how big the drumstick was. I had an idea, you know, based on the original pitch, based on some of the material I was watching, but just the community around the drumstick is just, it was, it's legendary. It really is. And just how, how it lights up when people talk about it. And, you know, they're talking to me and I was like, okay, yeah, I was born in 1984. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about, (laughs) but at the same time, it's just, it's something about the universal language of music that really spoke to me about this piece and had really pushed me to get in more involved in the drumstick. And then also just this historic, like it's kind of, our documentary is kind of like a historical document. Um, like Kathy was saying, um, this piece this, this piece closed and it's part of Lincoln's history. So yeah, that was just one of those things that just spoke to me immediately. And for those of us uh, who were unfortunate and didn't make it inside the drumstick, you can share Sharonda's vision of this in Remember the Drumstick, a documentary that is showing at the Mary Rate Maras Media Arts Center November 4th. It's only there for one week. And you can check it out to rememberthedrumstick.com. That's the website to tease people along, Kathy? Yes, it is. We also have a Facebook page. Uh, remember the drumstick Facebook page and then there's and I have to do a shout out to a group called friends of the drumstick that is a Facebook group it got started in I think 2009 is when I saw it we didn't our family didn't even start this group this was started by fans who remembered it and they just wanted to share memories with each other so um, you know join the Facebook group you can go through some of the photographs there. Lots of people saved so much stuff from the drumstick. Like I said, like Sharonda said, like you said, I mean, it's, it's, it lights people up when they think about how much fun and the energy and the, the times that they had there and the music that they saw there. Everybody just, they really, really were so impressed by the fact that they could stand next to the stage and have a chance to talk to the musicians when they jumped off the stage. And then eat chicken later. And then eat chicken later. (laughs) Or before. 
or during well, before during and after absolutely <laughs> so you can see it for yourself november 4th mary rate Moras media arts center for one week sharonda thank you very much for taking time sharonda harris marshall the talent behind putting this documentary together and kathy the person yes. who lived it thank you yes. very much for setting thank this up thanks everybody thank for being you. here on lincoln live